tickety-boo. Jill. My name is Kate Butch. I am 26 years old and I'm the biggest dickhead in Derbyshire. Is that a bow on your hair? Are you just happy to see us? <laughs> Both. <laughs> I describe myself as the comic sounds of drag. Instantly relatable, but ultimately tragic. Like your mum's friend Sue, who's just discovered memes and then immediately had a nervous breakdown. What? Kate, Kate Butch. Kate Butch, yes. Not mean? like the singer with a T for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I am mainly known as a stand-up comedian. I don't do what a lot of drag queens do and put on a wig and dick about in a pub being mean to people and call that stand-up comedy. I call that my day off. Why, hello, Jill. Why, hello, Jill. Uh, you know, I had to look it up because I, I very quickly realised we have a reference queen and I, you know, our, our UK Marys are often great about keeping us educated on the references. But I was mm. like, you know what? It is season five to say nothing of the versus the world little mini season. It is time for me to do my own goddamn research. So I did. Um, and so to kick things off, I looked up where, why, hello, Jill, uh, where that comes from. It's tell so, us, Mary. So there's this like morning show. I think it's called like this morning or something like that. And there's oh, you know what? Last season, Allison Hammond was one of the guest judges, and she's actually in this clip. Oh. And so anyway, she's visiting some like old lady named Jill, and they're like sitting on a couch in one of those one of those little UK apartments where there's like a yes. door on every room, you know. Uh-huh. Yes. And uh, you know, all the furniture is against flat. the wall. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's and <laughs> and so then this guy comes in. Uh, okay, I'll just I'll play the audio for you. You got Ainsley Harriet here, who's going to do a treat dish for you. He's going to cook you a lovely treat in your very own kitchen. Here he is. Why, hello, Jill. <laughs> How are you, my love? We've got a lovely buffet coming for you, my darling. Ricotta pancakes with strawberries, a little bit of eggs Benedict, and nice. Here he is. Why, hello, Jill. <laughs> I mean. The best part about it is, like, after he says, why, hello, Jill, it cuts. So Allison is sitting next to this old woman on the couch, and she just starts laughing because I feel like she just could. She already knows this is just ridiculous. But then it cuts back to these two other anchors, like, back in the studio, just sitting there sort of dumbfounded, like, oh, no, this is too much for Jill. No, we are going to kill a woman live oh, no. on air. Oh, no. Oh, no. We need to we need to cut to cut to break. Why, hello, Jill. <laughs> Why, hello, Jill. So I don't know what it was about it. So I did not know that reference. Again, like what I love about uh, season two was uh, uh, Bimini, right? When she was, when she said, "Leslie Avenue." Yeah. Um, <laughs> whenever we get one of these references, oh, what was the other one that we loved? Uh, it was "I'm Red Day." Oh no, I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? ready. Are you ready? ready. I'm, I'm ready. ready. Yeah. Um I I heard it and I immediately grasped onto it. I was like, oh, I need to know what that is because I love that. There there's something that's queer coded, right? There are straight things that or straight 
codes and that there's queer codes. I feel like j- just her saying, why, hello, Jill, even if it was from nothing, Mary, I would oh, be sure. like, yep, totally appropriate. Because <laughs> I could just write the story of what it means for someone to be like, yes. why, hello, Jill. Yes. I don't need to know right. who Jill is. It's like is. when we say hi, Mary. You know, yeah. it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I know who Jill is. Um, yeah. Oh, hello, and, uh, Jill. Hey, Brenda. Oh, exactly. Brenda's late. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and and not only was there was there Jill, but there was Kathy, and I had to look this up. But uh, Heathcliff, it's me. I'm Kathy. I've come home. Are lyrics from the Kate Bush song "Wuthering Heights"? Well, that I knew. That was. Oh, did you now? Did you just know that already? Well, but but her name's Kate Butch, so so you guessed like. Well, you're already kind of. There and Wuthering Heights is Kate Bush's like most famous song. Well, probably not anymore because Running Up That Hill because of Stranger Things. But like Wuthering Heights is a masterpiece because of Lucy Laduca and Selena S. Titties. Let's give them a hand. <laughs> That's <laughs> or a claw, if you will. If you will, <laughs> the laying of the claws. Yeah, exactly. Man. Uh, well, listen. So Kate, Kate. Butch comes in. I couldn't believe the rate of laughs. Uh, I also couldn't believe how familiar she looks. And I don't want to be like UK people look the same, but like I did get a little Lady Camden. Yeah, it's like Lady Camden out of Jinx drag. Monsoon for Snatch Game. Sure. Hey, you know what? We, we have long ago just you know agreed that we can now compare queens because there's enough mm. of them. Nikki Doll does it later, and she's hosted yeah. two very successful seasons of Drag Race France. So like the oh. doors have been opened. Yes, uh, Gia Gunn. So yeah. listen, the I when she said the line about. Uh, you know, standing up there and insulting everybody in the room, I immediately thought of you because I know that's like something you don't like about or what you worry about with drag queens and why you don't like sitting in the front row. Yeah, I don't want to. I do. I would say audience participation in general. It's like, no, this is general. This is your show. But there's, you know, there's different kinds of audience participation. There's, you know, uh, you become the fodder for whatever kind of like, you know, bit they're doing. They might drink half of your $12 glass of wine, you know, at uh, what what was that god awful basement we were in? Um, uh, Ethel Barrymore. Yeah, one of those. Lorraine's Lucy on Tuesday. Yes, yeah, exactly. the Lu- yeah, yeah, not the Lucille Artel. That's downtown. It's the um, the Lori the Beachman. Lori the, Beachman. The Lori <laughs> Beachman uh, ravioli palace. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, well, I, yes, uh, the reason, well, I, th- I feel like you've said this. You're like, I just don't want drag queens. T- I don't understand why they need to be mean to their audience members. Oh, I mean that, I, and I know that that's I mean, like, and oh, I say that with, a, with an asterisk, just right. so we're clear. And I know it's like a long, you know, part of the aesthetic, but it is kind of like, all right, you know, let's stop raging out in a wig. You know, it's like you're really taking the velvet rage thing a little too literally. Why don't we, like, move to stage three drag? You know? That's what Sasha Blore is. She's stage three drag. Correct. I will say there are times when it is absolutely appropriate. I feel like, was it Delta Work who just, like, read the fuck out of this like girl that kept trying to touch her or something. Uh, like there's those clips, right? Where the drag queens will just 
read those 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 patrons uh, for touching them. Well, Mary, it's very Delta to do that. <laughs> That's very That's Delta. Very Delta. Ve- no, it's it's there's very seven R's and it's Delta. very Delta. But sometimes it's, it's very, very Delta. Very Delta. That's right. It is sometimes very Delta. Sometimes it's, that's but very Delta. I love it when she goes, Oh, that is very Delta. <laughs> oh. That's very Delta. No, you know what's interesting? And this is a total tangent, and we can get into this at another point, but I feel like as I've been listening to more very Delta, it's like there's the opening rant and then there's the interview. And yep. I am probably more likely to tune in for the opening rant and tune out for the interview. One thousand percent. It is like performance art. Yeah. Those yeah. The, the opening interview. I am getting my fill. But it is so good. I will say when they get to the Ask Delta segment, then it kind of it it comes back to kind of what she was doing at the start. Yeah, you gotta kinda it, get there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it I feel like Ask Delta turns into like the little things that she often talks about. So she, you know, she chooses the emails wisely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, UK season five has begun. Kate Butch enters this workroom. There are nine other queens. Well, plus Kate Butch. <laughs> well, there's. Uh, I, I I think you're gonna need thicker glasses. I think you're gonna need maybe some crystal polish or lubricant, if you will, because I don't think you're seeing all the queens because the editing done this episode is truly impressive. Truly, truly impressive, but also slightly distracting because I spent the fir- most of the first time I watched this episode looking for the queen that they had edited out of the episode. Exactly. And you know what? To save myself that headache, I I went on to the interwebs, the net, if you will. Oh, yeah. Um, Come on, Angela Bennett. Yeah. Mozart's ghost. Yeah. And I... I was like somebody else has done this for me and sleuthed for me and found all of the instances where this 11th queen's wig or dress existed and sure enough i found them so i i had those screenshots uh which really helped me not kind of think about it again one thing on that note and we'll explain mary's in a second what we're talking about um but I, i i did find it a little eerie I mean, it's a really, I, it's so, this thing that, you know, we, we saw kind of a version of it with Sherry Pie, but this is, yeah, this feels like one of those videos on YouTube where it's like, watch when we slow down here, look at the window (laughs) in the corner and you'll see, you see a face and they put a little red circle around it. Like, that's what this feels like. I'm looking for ghosts. Mary, it was like back in the day, I don't know if y'all remember Back in the day, I think it was either like the movie Ghost or it was Three Men and a Little yes, Baby. Yes, it was Three Men and a Baby. It was okay. Three Men and a Baby. There, there's like apparently somebody, you know, in the background of a shot. I mean, obviously, it's probably like a cameraman or something like that. But there's all these things to explain it. But yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like looking for the the dead munchkin in The Wizard of Oz. Yes. In no, that I, one I, scene. No, I believe because I've only seen Three Men and a Little Lady, but I believe in Three Men and a Baby. I believe it's like a cardboard cutout that's in the corner when the mother is visiting. Because <laughs> okay. I think he actually brings the cutout into the apartment in the second movie. 
anyway, I that I'm familiar with, but and obviously the dead munchkin, which ends up being I don't know, like a I've heard seven different explanations for that. Yes, one. but right. yeah, well, I love that. It was stuff. like yeah, it was weird. It was um, eerie though. It was very eerie. Listen. We're about to start our kind of coverage, our discussions about Drag Race UK, the fifth season, the fifth element, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do, we should remind our Marys what they're listening to. Oh, my God. Well, they are, of course, they are listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. Which is, we haven't done this in a while, but this is indeed our podcast where we queen it at all things draggy, queeny, campy, and queer. And I'm Johnny, and oh yeah, it's real funny, Pamara. Oh, and I'm Colin, and uh, oh, yeah, I know this one. Well, I know this one. My God. Oh my God. Uh, and yeah, this is, we haven't talked about drag in months. M-U-N-T-Z months. <laughs> yes, the little monsters. The little yeah. monsters. We haven't talked about these. You know, good luck with these monsters, Barry. We <laughs> haven't talked about these monsters. Who's going to mash it up with these monster uh, match? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we might do a little uh, My Chirone afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> with your sister Jill. Yeah. <laughs> well, hello, hello, Jill. Jill. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is it why hello or well hello? Why hello, Jill. <laughs> Great. Marys, we are covering uh, Drag Race UK Season 5. Are we? On our Patreon. Yeah. That's right. If you're listening to this right now in the main feed, you're getting a little sneaky preview of what is going to be happening on Patreon at our Sister Mary level for the next couple of months, M-U-N-T-Z. Uh, we are back doing Drag Race and we are back in the UK. We have never missed mm. a season. And why start now? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, consider it like you're buying us a couple of cups of coffee or we're going to Starbucks to get just one. Right. Or maybe you're buying us a pumpkin spice latte and it's five dollars for each of us. If you are signing up, you're signing up for maybe two months. Right. As Colin said, uh, to, to follow along, to to join us in this venture uh to 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 revisit our friends across the pond yeah just think that you're getting us a couple of sausage rolls at greg's Mm. maybe sucking us off behind an asda i don't know but it's gonna be worth it (laughs) yeah bringing us down to temple bar you know and buying us a pint absolutely maybe getting a little chippy tea for the kids on friday you know what i'm saying Oh, I I can't I can't I'm now I'm distracted. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, yes, Marys, consider it uh, just a little uh, a little tip, if you will, uh, just for a couple months, you know, and then you know you could just cancel it, uh, you know, for if. But by if then we're it's Christmas, covering... and <laughs> on Christmas, you know, where's your Christmas spirit, Dawn? You know, yeah, where's your Christmas spirit? Yeah. So um, you please, might as well stick you, you love the year. earrings. Yeah, yeah, you, right. you, yeah, you love the earrings, you know. You love the um, earrings. Polka, polka, come on. <laughs> well, listen, Marys, uh, do consider signing up, uh, and that would be fabulous. Uh, regardless, we should tell we them where it's have... at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. That's right, patreon.com slash all right, Mary. Um, regardless, though, we do have an opening episode, basically a 
very long, glamorized, and expensively shot and edited Meet the Queens. That's how yes. I saw this episode. Meet the Queens, cut a queen, you know, uh, badge a queen, but don't send any queens home. It, you know they what, eliminated you know a queen, but they didn't send you know anyone home. <laughs> it's, it's, what's so eerie about it is, like, it kind of reminds me of, like... Uh, you know that 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 play or the book Gaslight, right? Like uh, there was somebody there. No, she was there. She was there, wasn't she? There. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this. Uh, wait, I just I think I just saw a wig. Wait, who was that? Was that John Burst Blonde? No. No. Um, yeah, I know this was the, so, the Lake Mungo of Drag Race seasons. It's like no, I saw her in the picture. She's in the I corner. I saw you. I saw you. <laughs> But, you um, know, despite the loss of, of one queen and whatever, like, I guess the tea for anyone who's like, what are you oh, yeah, we have talking to explain about? Yeah. So one of the so I, from my understanding and keep me honest, but from my understanding and I and, you know, I'm not going to be all Reddit about it. It's her. It's not Candyman. I can say her name in the mirror five times. So the queen's name is Crystal Luperkin. And apparently at some point during production, it the producers became aware of the fact that Crystal's got some like. I don't know, sexual assault allegations or something in her past. Not good stuff. Of the thousands, the 1,000 queens who auditioned, they still managed to cast one that uh, had a criminal ha- uh, history. And so I think at some point in the season, consider this a spoiler, but whatever, she's not in it. Um, and I, don't, I'm, I can't wait to see how they do this. I can't wait to see how this turns out. But they gave her the option to either just be disqualified or... Or to like be put in the bottom that week and then be sent home. So, mm. from my understanding of what I saw on Reddit, so take this with a big handful of sea salt. She like opts to be put in the bottom. So I'm like, oh, are we gonna see her lip sync, or will this be like when Jada lip synced against Sherry that first episode of season twelve? But it was mostly Jada. So I don't even think, based on this edit of the first episode, Mary, we're not gonna see her at all. It's my understanding that that lip sync was unfilmed, but they like did it anyway for the rules or or something. I don't know, but they're not going to show her on the bottom because she's not in it. She didn't have an entrance. Well, how will she they show nothing? the end of that episode? Well, they're they're Maybe they refilmed something, you know, who knows? It's going to be magic. Apparently it's, Either next week or the week after. It happened very, very soon. Yeah. So we don't have to be distracted by uh, Miss Lubricant any further into the season. Because I will say, just soberly, if this was going to be like the 13th ghost of season five all season, I, don't, I, I, I might be like, hey, let's visit another franchise for, for, for instead. Because I just think I would be a little dis- uh, just distracted or more exhausted by it. I I mean, everybody's got their own reaction, and that's why, you know, the, these editors are, have done what they've done, you know, handling Sherry and Crystal and all that. There is a part of me from another lens that's, like, fascinated by this, and I compare it only in terms of, like, screen time. You compare it to, like, a Robin thick whatever her name was from last season or you fierce. compare it fierce or or candy ho or whatever where it's like it's just so weird how little screen time they have it's mm. just such a strange or like this sort of weird 
supporting edit of like Sugar Cane in season 11. It's just the part of me that loves supporting actresses is fascinated by like the queen who's not getting screen time. And I feel like you probably see this more in like early episodes of The Bachelor or like even mm. sometimes like even Project Runway manages to like give the early outs some screen time. But like, you know, those other shows. Well, were, it's like, the purple edit, right? We discussed this. Yes. The, the, the purple Kelly edit. Well, I just I yeah. think that's fascinating and so like i get the reasoning and i i'm not saying like i'll leave it in because i love seeing you know featured supporting characters having micro moments i just it's just another way to look at it and um yeah i don't know it it makes for example in from the from a distance uh bet is that who it is bet midler yeah uh yeah the sherry pie edit now is if you don't know the story is fascinating because she right. goes all the way to the end yeah. And we do see her. It's fascinating. Yeah, no, she competes. She abs We see her runways. She's absolutely in it. Um, yeah, the, to me, the controversy is the scandal. The, the idea that we probably weren't going to be told. And for all intents and purposes, we're not being told. No, there's by no like, BBC, little... by WoW Presents. There's no uh, you know place card. There's yeah. nothing. We're only told through this anonymous reddit post but here's the thing it's true <laughs> it's mm -hmm. true because we see the ghost in 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 the hallway or in the window behind the set you know mm -hmm. i see that wig i see it you know um i i love in particular during the lip sync and towards the end you can you can tell that she's like basically behind Kara on the left yes. or I guess like yeah you can see it you can yeah. see it over her shoulder and it's just like oh that what, what's back there it's, it's so like eerie. it's like yeah. I'm watching the <laughs> scrambled that? spice channel at a <laughs> yeah, sleepover, right, right. sleepover as a that? kid what was that who's a boob that? was that an oh, elbow we can't, we can't gaze at her it's we, like trying to figure out who the lip sync assassin is who is it <laughs> Is it Madame Laqueer? It's an episode. It's an episode of The Masked Singer. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, who is, I, is it Jamie Foxx? Is I, who I is it? I know that wig. I know that wig. Wait, 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 wait. wait. It's, 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 oh, oh it's, it's right on the tip of my tongue. It's on my tongue. I know what it is. <laughs> uh, uh, is that Lady Bunny? It's gotta be Lady Bunny. It's gotta Lady be. Bunny. <laughs> it's gotta be. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's you know it's 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 eerie by how much power they have to just not only erase somebody on reality TV, but also the fact that they're just not addressing the 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 scandal. And I think that would be like if we were doing nuance this season, I feel like that would be more of a discussion for nuance. I don't know if I want to like have that discussion now about kind of the 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 morality of this, like. The fact that they're hiding it or 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 just kind of brushing it under the rug instead of addressing it outright. Um, you know, what does that mean? What are the implications of that? Apparently, there's history with the BBC uh, and all of that. That's a, another discussion. But for now, yes, there was an 11th queen. There was actually supposed to be 12 queens. And one of them, I guess, dropped out. Jesus Maria. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we've I think we've addressed it enough. I don't think we have to like talk about Jimmy Sapple sure. or anything. I think we could just uh, what we do have are what ten. Now we have ten queens. Ten queens. We have ten. Yeah. And just the ten of us. Just the ten of us. And you know, listen. 
I'm going to say this right now, and I mean it. I, I am really, really enjoying this cast. I had a great time this episode. I think I, I for as much as I felt like the last couple seasons of UK, I was, I was like, ah, this, I was like, ooh, 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 you know, this sandwich has bite. And so... I that's how I feel going into this and I actually thought this was except for maybe one one wet part of the sandwich this was overall I thought a really solid first episode and a great way to start a season I echo your sentiment of being excited by the cast they the first watch I was because I watched this twice the first watch I was a little disappointed because I feel like it was all kind of runways or entrances, right? And I was like, ah, I didn't really get enough. Um, it, it all sort of blurred together. Second watch, I started hearing all of their jokes. It, it, they just go by. They're so fast. Mm. Uh, and and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. One other thing that I love about meeting a new cast because I didn't do any of the Meet the Queens. I This is the first time I'm learning about any of these people, which I also love. I I have little nicknames for them, and most of the nicknames are who I think they look like. So mm. that's kind of a fun thing for me as a viewer to just, you know, oh, oh I, that's how I anchor myself onto that queen, whether they're in or out of drag. So I, I for that, I enjoyed it. Um, I, and I loved the special guest or the, the guest judge. Oh yeah. I can't wait to talk about Kristen. Oh my God. Kristen, Kristen, pink news. I don't know if you've seen the headlines, but the fans are indeed calling for Kristen McMinimums to become a permanent judge on Drag Race UK. Just so you know. Pink news. Love it. Yeah. Well, Mary, let's, we sort of talked about Kate Butch, but let's jump in and, kind of give the rundown of these queens and then see where our discussion leads us, shall we? I think that's great. Let's let's start with Tamara Thomas. Oh, uh, uh, yes, real funny Tamara. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, real funny Tamara. Oh, my God. I mean, I also just love how absolutely porny that name is. Like, Tamara Thomas loves anal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> anal queen Tamara Thomas, you know? Tamara Thomas chested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Tamara <laughs> Thomas, you know, 50 load weekend. Tamara's 50 load weekend. Like uh-huh. she just like I can just see the 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 VHS cover art of Tamara just with that look on her face just being like Bleh! just like loving loving anal. Tamara takes on Tommy. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> she can take dicks yesterday, today and tomorrow. She's Tamara Thomas. Yes. Yeah, right. Today and tomorrow. Today and tomorrow. It's gonna be an. It's gonna be a two-day orgy today and tomorrow. <laughs> or today into tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there is a drag king. They're not drag king. There's a porn king named to- today. Today Jones mm. is today into tomorrow. Yes. Today into tomorrow. Uh, into. I to think to- we've. Yeah. Yeah. I think we beat that one into putty. Um. You well, know. You know who I think she looks like. I will say in and out of drag. Right. So I have an out of drag kind of. Oh, what was her name that we did this for every week? Oh, Ella Viday. Uh, Ella Viday, yes. Um, so in drag, I'm seeing 
a mix between, are you ready for this? Mary. Candy Ho and Jomber's Blonde. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Jomber's Blonde, party girl. Hi. Uh, yeah. And then out of drag, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I hope he isn't offended by this. I see a mix between, because it's not meant to be offensive at all. It's just what I see. I see Danny Beard and Evan Ross Katz. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do see that. And I don't think this is, I don't think that's a read at all. I think, yep. No. Uh, I would say in drag, and and Evan, hopefully you'll take this as some sort of supplementary compliment in that perhaps if you were put to be put into drag, you may also look strikingly like Kyle Richards from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Profound Kyle Richards. There you go. Okay, I Profound. don't really, I'm not that familiar. Mary, so. all you have to do is Google yeah. Kyle Richards. You, sure. And because it's like Kyle Richards, I, I also see a bit of Trinity the Tuck, you know what I mean? Oh, Trinity the Tuck Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm seeing the first picture is this Getty image, Paul Paul Archuleta. Um, yeah, I see it. I absolutely yeah. see it. Mauricio Umansky says Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade haven't had sex. Oh. Yeah, that's the rumors that Kyle is in a, a lesbian relationship <laughs> with some country music star, and Mauricio is on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, is he the husband? He's yes. Let's talk about the husband, Lisa Rinna. Yeah. Don't talk about my husband. Yeah, let's well, not listen, talk about the husband. Listen, Tamara Thomas is very, very fun. Um, I I like her kind of um, lead off energy, right? Like there's a Mae Mortabito. She leads off on on the Rockford Peaches. Like it, Tamara leading off this season fits for me. Yeah, I, I, you know, it, it's it's a point of conversation we've had in the past, but the first queen in the room, I thought tomorrow is a good energy. You know, there's something about her, and I guess this goes with the, you know, 90s porn star loves anal, but there's something like a little trashy about her drag that I also mean as a compliment. Like, I love that, like, oh, I bet you're kind of trashy, or like you could be if you wanted. Uh, sure. I'm gonna have to w- wait to see that, but uh, yeah. Crossing I mean, my the fingers. crooked tits, the crooked tits, the wings. You know. Oh yeah. One being broken. Yeah, I hear you. I yeah. hear you on that. Sure. So uh, next we get a uh, we have Banksy. Yes, Mama La Queen. <laughs> yes, M- Mama La Queen. From Holland. Oh, oh. No, what, what, was that her name, Mama La Queen? <laughs> La Mama, Mama La Queen. Wasn't it Mama? Wasn't it? Mama <laughs> La Queen. Well, I remember who, I know who you're talking about, but I'm like, Mama La Queen. Maybe it wasn't. Holland Drag Race. Uh, I'll, Mama I'll Queen. Let you know. Mama Queen. Mama Queen. Is it just Mama Queen? I think it's just Mama Queen. <laughs> yeah, Mama Queen with like. Oh, it's... Mama Queen. Yeah, yeah Mama, Queen. Right. Mama, Mama Queen. Queen. Mama La Queen. Mama La Queen. <laughs> Yeah, Mama the Queen. That uh, Banksy. Um, I, I, I love Banksy. Uh, I think she is the nerdy older sister. She like if if she were to be cast in a rom com in the states, it would be played by Judy Greer. Yeah, I so uh, uh, that and also a scoop of, and I feel like this would resonate for you. There's something about Banksy. That is very Portland. Uh, (laughs) 
I have no comment. Because <laughs> you know I'm right. Well, listen, listen. I don't mean to read Portland in one sentence. Not a read. Banksy's great, but Banksy no, 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 is no, no, very no. like. What I'm s- oh, sorry. You're making a different. What I'm read saying is, go ahead. That Portland wishes it looked like Banksy. Oh, oh, wow. So the tin shed. You know, why should they give us our coffees? We can get our coffees. Or I mean, that's such a like inside joke, deep cut that I'm making on a main feed okay. episode. It's fine. But. Uh, Yes, I guess Banksy. Banksy probably has worked at the Tin Shed, but like way back in two thousand eight. Uh, yes, yeah. I, I for me, Banksy reads more Eastside London, right? Like, and I've only been there once, you know, and I still can see that. Um, there's this kind of punk alternative, um, kind of leaning into all of the different features, the unique features. Well, I know what I see. I see Banksy sitting in the parking lot of Voodoo Donuts. Um, Banksy is also uh, Cheddar Gorgeous's little baby bell cheese. Oh, my God, Cheddar. You look gorgeous. Yeah, that was for you. Yeah, I knew if I I just had to say Cheddar. Gorgeous. (laughs) Cheddar. She's, She's Cheddar's. Yeah, she's Cheddar's baby. Cheese Cheddar's baby. Yeah, cheese cheddar. Uh, well, Banksy, I think, will be an interesting energy. To me, she is not a, uh, a top four, maybe a top five, top six. Yeah, I'd say if I was judging from the first episode, Banksy didn't feel to me like, a, oh, you know, we got a Danny Beard on our hands here or a Cheddar Gorgeous for that matter. But what do I know? Yeah, there were two instances throughout the episode that they showed us, that the editor showed us where she wasn't uh, succeeding. And so I'm like, well, they showed us that for a reason. They want us to yeah. fall in love with her confessionals, perhaps, or the, you know, the workroom banter. And then when it comes to the challenges, right, uh, we have to see this. So that's what I, uh, I observed about Banksy. They needed to cut Crystal out of the shot as well. So that's probably also <laughs> why. <laughs> We're going to have to focus on something. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. This episode was a little wild. It's almost hard to judge this cast because a lot of it was not what they what they wanted us to see. It's what they didn't want us to see. Well, sometimes when you tr- when you watch like bootleg episodes of old TV shows on YouTube or like Daily Motion, it'll like randomly zoom in on somebody's face, or it'll just yeah. be like, and and I feel like that's what was happening in the workroom here, especially mm. like once oh, Naomi came that. in, because I feel like at that point Crystal must have been there. the The zoom ins, I felt like I was I was watching this on Pirate Bay. I was like, man, this is these are some yeah. some hard zooms to cut yeah, around they, uh, absolutely they Crystal. took advantage of like the 4k-ness that they mm-hmm. most likely shot with and just zoomed in uh, yeah. and cut a lot out this show is sponsored by better help there's two things that keep me up at night mary and what's that a couple of ghosts well, one is my Scoopy Cat Marco, who is no stranger to running around the apartment at 3 a.m. And the other is my brain, which also likes to race around at 3 a.m. Mine usually gets going just as I'm ready to fall asleep. And what's more, by the time I can fall back asleep, somebody is jonesing for half a can of tuna florentine. 
Ella's a real Salmon Primavera fan these days. Now that's a reason to get out of bed. Anyway, Mary, I hear you. Sometimes I find it helps to just talk it out and pretend the cat is listening. Talking it out definitely helps, and the cat helps, but sometimes I need more than my cat. Well, if you're looking for someone to talk it out with... Oh, hold the phone, Maria. This feels like we're about to talk about therapy. Well, guess what, Mimi? We are here to talk about therapy. And I do love talking about therapy. Marys, if you're looking for someone other than your cats to talk to about what's keeping you up at night, maybe it's time to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AllRightMary. All right, Mary. Well, speaking of which, Miss Naomi Carter, look... Here's the thing. I love this queen. I'm going to be rooting for this queen. But I, uh, the name, I'm just kind of like, okay, come on. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like it's also like I, I can't say that I'm disappointed that we're not going to go through another season of another crystal. Like enough crystals, you know? <laughs> so like there is something to be said for like that's kind of an old trope. And there is a little bit of like, listen, don't send bees my way. But like. Beyonce is just kind of like a, to me, feels like not a wildly nuanced drag reference. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. all, you know? Yeah. Um, It's just, it's it's kind of like, it's just not like a, it's just like, oh, okay. Oh, you're Sasha Fierce. Oh, oh, oh. Like, it's just, it's just kind of, it's very target. You know what I mean? Like, it's just very like, oh, okay, wow. You're Beyonce. Like, I'm, t- none of you were Beyonce. <laughs> Well, let's, I mean, think, speaking of these of past drag queens that have combined, you know, their favorite queen's names, right? And the fact that somebody in the room also guessed it. But, uh, you know, Naomi Smalls is the one that first comes to mind because it's, you know, Naomi. Sure. Yeah. Um, what are the other ones, right? We've, we've seen this before. Um, okay, so who else has done a name that's like a variation on a celebrity name? Uh, of of oh Trinity Car- Kardashian, Calorie uh, Kardashian Bonet. Williams, yeah, yes, uh, Trinity K Bonet is yes. a bit of a name. Mm. Um, ooh. Anyway, it's anyway, a, it's a it's a fun um, Tuesday night drag race trivia question: Which drag queens' names are based on? Uh, you know the 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 popular media moguls. Yeah, and here's the thing: I think if if Naomi Carter, if Carter stood for Nell Carter, I think all of this sure. would be water under the brook or through it. Yeah, Naomi Knowles actually for me kind of rings better, but whatever. Yeah, and maybe then I would I would choose. I don't know, like, because now I'm RuPaul. So the thing with Naomi Knowles is that it's, like, a little too exactly. samey. I kind of want something like a more K or a hard C sound before I get uh-huh. to the Knowles. Oh, Carter, you know? sure. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's true. That's true. Uh, point taken. Well, anyway, I what I love about Naomi Carter is that I, is this often happens when I'm talking to people from Scotland or uh, Northeastern um, 
UK, but I can't really understand what they're saying until about a, a second and a half to two seconds after they say it. And that's how I experienced Naomi Carter. And I got to say, I really love that. Like, to me, that makes me feel like I'm cracking the code. Yeah, I mean, Tamara Thomas, I also had moments. Of, and, and you know, Michael, who we'll talk about in a minute, I had a similar run where I was like, I, I'm i kind of doing like <laughs> Wordle in my head to figure out uh-huh. what you just said. Uh-huh. Do you ever do that that meme or that, not that meme, maybe it was a meme or it was like a chain mail, but the it was like a paragraph that you read, but the first and last letter were the correct placement. Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. And it was a paragraph explaining the phenomenon of being able to read something, right? You know what I'm talking about? I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. That y- if the first and the last letter are correct, your brain will correct the letters in the middle to make it the right word. Right. And I feel like that's what it's like listening to some of these UK queens throughout the seasons speak. Yeah. Well, in this season, it's kind of like five New York girls. It's like five <laughs> Northeastern girls. Yeah, so right, right, right. I feel like there's also that of we're getting a lot of a very specific accent. Yes. Yeah. That, that'll be interesting to uh, kind of follow. Uh, next is Michael Moroli. But Mary, I'm seeing Morgan McMichaels and Rita Vega. Oh, absolutely. I feel like Morgan's aunt, but definitely Rita as well. Like it's Aunt Mike. I mean, I first of all, Mike. I yeah. love I love when it's I love when it's a Chad Michaels or a Joe Black or a Michael uh-huh. Maruli. It Bob. makes Yeah, sure. I, but you know, some of these names it makes them sound like a like a magician in Vegas in the 80s. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, uh, a, a three-night Michael event. Maruli. Yeah. Come see the magic of Michael Maruli and it's a Maruli, Mary Maruli. Like Cerulean. Is it Maruli? It's like Well, Cerulean. she pronounces it Michael Maruli. I thought it was Maroli. I know it's spelled with the U. But I guess I I wrote it down phonetically so that I wouldn't fuck up. But I oh, guess so I you learned up. from hearing. I learned from reading. Uh, well, I feel like Michelle and I both think it's Michael Maruli, and so okay. I'm, well, then I'm... let's just assume that it it is. And I heard Maroli once, and am now locked in. Now so. you're locked in. Yeah, um, Michael Maroli. I'm gonna say Morgan anyway. So. Yeah, Morgan McMoruli. Yeah, Morgan Bega. <laughs> Yeah, Morgan Bega. Yeah, <laughs> Rita McMichaels. Rita anyway, McMaruli. Yeah. Anyway, this is a Rita top. McMichael Maruli. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Nina. Sorry, Nina. Sorry. I just if I didn't close that, I was gonna be trapped on the other side. I, I was Carol Ann. I just needed to get dragged <laughs> out of there. Well, listen. Uh, I I am excited at the prospect of calling her Mike. Um, yes, me too. I I think this queen goes very far. I think there was this edit around her that made me feel, ooh, she's she's got she's she owns the room. Well, I also love that. Like, I think three different people this episode have, have mentioned her big aunt energy, and mm. I and there's also kind of a Chanel kind of gaudiness. Yes. And the hair, and I just I uh, there's a there's a bit of a like a lovely diva energy. There's almost like some of that, and we see a bit of it this episode with her and Vicky. But there's some of that like Alyssa Edwards, you know, yes, these veterans in their thirties talking about right. like the long hard roads. And I, 
I live for that kind of queen. And I also think that, like, I don't know if Michael, I don't know if Mike is as uh, sort of unaware of of himself as Alyssa was. You know what I mean? In terms of, like, uh-huh. the kind of character that Michael uh-huh. will be. But I right. love the idea of this just, like, the showgirl who, what, is, like, 36, but drags up to look 46. That's my favorite mm. kind of drag. When you look older in drag... That's good drag. Yeah, we'll see. Michael is either going to burn out very quickly or is going to the end. Like, is is just kind of what I'm seeing in that energy. Uh, and I really appreciate this energy in the workroom. So happy to see this uh, type of queen on the cast. Uh, we talked about Kate Butch. Why, hello, Jill from Derbyshire. Yes, um, we have. Your mom's friend, uh, Sue, which just feels like an all right, Mary dog whistle. Honestly, yes, that's right. that's uh, right. it's just like, what? Mom's friend? Well, I love you. La- lady down the street with a fleece with a picture of a wolf on it? Yeah, got like, it. oh, my God. It's just like Pavlov, you know, ringing the <laughs> dinner bell. And I'm like, I love you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Her name is Kate Butch, for God's sake. For God's sake, my mother's name is Kate. Like, it's all fucking written in the stars. Oh, no. Oh my oh, god. No. Yeah. Kate Kate Bush as the reference as opposed to Miss Naomi Smalls, Miss Naomi McMichaels, whatever, Miss Naomi Carter. Um Kate Bush I feel like is a little bit more of a nuanced drag name. Although I will say this with the caveat, if she came up with it before the Stranger Things phenomenon. I'm sure, because that's not that long ago. I feel like she's probably been doing drag longer than that. All right, there you go. Yeah, no, I'm going to give, Kate, you know, the the, the performer Kate seems like somebody who would have been, like, listening to Kate Bush in high school, you know? Yeah, Katie. Katie, Katie, yeah. (laughs) So Katie Butch, you know, I'm excited, I'm excited to have a Katie in the room, a Mike Uh in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Katie. Uh, well, let's talk about, and then of course, <laughs> real funny tomorrow, and, yeah, and real funny tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow mm-hmm. filth. Yeah, tomorrow uh, well, filth Caramel. loves anal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Kara, and then there's Caramel, who of course has another uh, kind of top winner energy edit uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, which is. Where who is from, Barry? Oh, yeah. My name is Caramel. My name is Caramel. My name is Caramel, and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, I. Uh, it's it's nice to have uh, some degree of separation from Nicole Page Brooks. Mm. I also, but I'll say this. The energy that I was getting from this look and from this entrance, it was giving me a, a lovely throwback to Queen Kong. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. And I it just that. made me remember, like, oh, I loved Queen Kong. Uh, you know, oh, God. PSA, I, <sighs> I know Drag Race Down Under Season 3 just ended and we didn't cover it, but I'll, and, I, and I'll get over it. But I will never regret covering Drag Race Down Under Season 2. What a no. goddamn delight that season is. That last shot of Queen Kong is burned in my memory yeah. where she is looking at Spanky, who won, without knowing... Who yeah. really won yet? The final acting challenge. Yeah. Oh my god! But what? Uh, a... Everything about her storyline that season was so well done. Uh, what mm-hmm. the story they told for her or about her um, was? Oh god, yeah. Queen, like protect Queen Kong at all costs. 
And honestly, Spanky as well. Uh, Spanky is still one of my favorite winners. Yes, Minnie Cooper, all Minnie of them. Minnie Cooper, uh, yeah, Hannah. Tamara, Hannah, uh-huh, yeah. Molly. Sorry, Beverly. Molly. Molly. <laughs> Sorry, Molly. <laughs> Sorry, Molly. Beverly. Congratulations, Congratulations to, Beverly. <laughs> to Beverly, you know. That's uh, right. It was a good cast. It was a real good cast. Um, so funny. Well, we have Caramel, Caramel, uh, Tamara's flatmate. So, yeah. you know, pour yeah. some caramel on it. Yeah. So maybe Caramel loves anal. I don't know. Uh, but she is indeed an American drag queen in London. She, I think this will be really interesting to have, like, American energy in a UK cast. And mm. not that she's, like, standing out, but I think, uh, I don't know. I don't think we've had, I think we have had, I think other than the Vivian, like the the sort of like international crossovers. I guess Nikki Doll would sort of count on season eleven. And Lady Camden and Courtney Act. L- Lady Camden and Courtney Act. So we've had a bit of that, but I, we haven't had the other way around. Mm. I don't think. Well, it'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of uh, you know if there's any Americanness to her. I feel like she's been there long enough that it's it's just going to be an accent. Um, yeah. I will say this about Caramel's edit this episode very interesting that they put her in the top because you would put caramel in the top because she's a dancer right she's like clearly that's what she's got and yet she was stuck in that headdress and dress and couldn't do probably you know she couldn't she couldn't uh do her fatality if you will i mean like less lest we forget what the hell is this Gina G. That stuck in my ear. Gina G. That's my new earworm. The hell is this? Gina G. Is that, what is that from? That's Caramel at the end of this episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Great. Missed but that. indeed, yeah, she and Tamara, they were roommates. Or they are roommates. They were flatmates. They, yeah. are, they were flatmates. <laughs> Housemates. Even. Yeah. Wait, and then, then that's uh, Ahura. No, Ahura and Taste became housemates during COVID. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Okay. Uh, well, listen, Caramel is great. There's a energy around her. I think she's uh, gorgeous. And that, I will say, the best runway for me was her runway. Like, hands down. Oh, uh, once we get there, I'll remember. Um, Got it. But yes. Got it. Well, let's so, talk about Ginger Johnson because, Mary, you know who I'm seeing in drag? Are you ready? Nuance, nuance, Alexis Michelle. Mary, it's just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. We are indeed going to be talking about Alexis Michelle this season. I <sighs> can't say that I – no, I can see it. I mean, obviously, and Reddit's all over this, she looks like Trixie's aunt and, like, I love that, and oh. I don't think it's on purpose, but I certainly on the on the main stage, I could see the Trixie connection. But Ginger is once again just like, you know, right on our alleys, describing herself as the lady that ran the paper shop or oh, the lady yeah. in the Red Cross shop. It was just like, mm. oh. And, and I was also very happy to see that Reddit was all over this. Out of drag, mm, cutie patootie. Oh, I noticed that too. I was like, "This is, uh, this is, this is uh, perfection." Um, yeah. Here's my question, and this is for our our Marys to help me figure out. 
I feel like I've seen this confessional shirt before, this sweater. So I think that I have two. I think maybe it was Monet in season 10. Maybe she had a very no similar way. one, but it was a darker okay. blue. But I know I oh. had the same feeling. So that's a guess. But well, listen, I've seen it before. It's it looks great on her. I I, I know I, that sweater. Sorry, go on. Uh, she is giving me narrator of the season. Oh, yes. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. I, I mean, I, just to say up front the, I, and I think there was a, a fair recognition of her of her showing in the little mini challenge. But the love that Ginger Johnson got this episode made me feel like okay, I think this is going to be a great season because this is the kind of queen I want to see appreciated on a season of Drag Race, and it's happening. Yeah, they've. I mean, there was like a Kasha Davis vibe to her. Yeah, they very easily could have just put her in safe, but instead they chose to praise the dress that she made. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, no, I'm I'm feeling what you're what you're saying. There is this energy. Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna Alexis Michelle this girl. No, I I was thrilled to see that they were like because I didn't expect them to give her any of the amounts of love even for that runway yeah. look i was like oh i didn't think you guys would like this that's great yeah um and i think this is here where and i had to this is where i had to put on the closed captioning for a minute but i think michael mike if you will uh is commenting on how because greg is also greg greg uh there's a greg in this ginger greg johnson so greg is also a northeastern queen and that's where tomorrow points out that you know in, I guess in the Northeast, or no, Michael points out in the Northeast, we go to Greg's and we suck off people behind Asda. That's one, that's oh one thing. God. That's our thing in the Northeast. Oh my God. Put that on a tote bag. Yeah. <laughs> not the mangled version that I just quoted. Sorry. It was not my first time in a game show, but uh, it's actually, it's not my, it's not my first time. So, so my first time trying to quote a drag queen from the Northeast, but Second anyway, time, As, so. Asda is from, is a supermarket. So there you go. Oh, I did my research. I see. It's like, uh, what what is it? Not Pathmark. What do they call it over there? Oh, Tesco. Primark. No, Primark. Primark. Primark's a clothing yeah. store. Yeah. No, I know that, but yeah, uh, yeah, we're getting the local, the local brands, right? Yeah, and I already know what Greg's is because uh, it's yes, Greg's, we know what Greg's is. A Greg sausage roll, you know. Yes, Greg sausage roll, and she can Ginger can eat eight hot dogs in two and a half minutes. It's eight hot impressive. dogs in two minutes. Yeah, ten inch, ten inch hot dogs. I think so. I think so. So I you know her uh, talent show act. There yeah. In, in the words of Monique, I would like to see that. Let's talk about Dee Dee. I love that her name is Dee Dee because I think of Dee Dee Pickles. Um, this is Crystal Versace's sister and probably the youngest one in the cast. Uh, and uh, yeah, comes in with that kind of very similar severe makeup that Crystal had. Um, I, I, I do have a criminal from DD Licious. Uh, uh, go for it. I think it's about time I take my crown. Oh yeah. No, it felt like she was doing like a bad impression of a, like a U.S. queen. Um, mm. Didi is so yes indeed Didi is Crystal's sister. Crystal's sister, one word. And what <laughs> I think of is there's Michelle Pfeiffer and then there's Dee Dee Pfeiffer, her sister Dee Dee, who's been in some things. Mm, and I was like, oh, Shelley you're Pfeiffer. Shelly's sister Dee Dee. Okay. 
Um, I will say that Dee Dee had this quote of like the kids are at Darren's and I'm pretty sure that's a Gemma Collins quote because I feel like I've seen some clips of her being like Darren and I'm pretty sure that's what it is but UK (laughs) Mary's keep me honest I I'm curious to see if I warm up to Dee Delicious it's not that I don't think that she is phenomenal uh, and looks great I just want it to stand out yeah, I, I feel like Dee Dee's the kind of queen that we don't really gravitate to, you know, towards in the beginning. I, I feel like we are going to come around. We're going to have like a Beverly Kills moment or we're going to have okay. something. Something's going to this is a horror. She's going to be a sweetie dotty. She's yeah. going to be a sweetie dotty. You know, I, it took me a while to figure it out. But out of drag, the extent to which Dee Dee looks like Emma Roberts is Oh, Insane. Mary, don't get me started on Emma Roberts. I have well, I had thoughts about Emma Roberts, and now I have more. <laughs> yeah. Well, please welcome to the season Emma Roberts. It, like it's insane. She, Dee Dee is just big time Roberts. Actresses that can't act. There you go, Emma Roberts. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. What have I seen her? I don't know if I've, if I've seen her in anything that I like loved, but then I don't think I've really seen her in much of anything. Well, you don't like Ryan Murphy stuff, right? Like that's you're not a Ryan Murphy gay, so you're not gonna. Of course, you're not gonna stand Emma Roberts either. No, I mean, I there was a part of me that was a little curious about this new season of American Horror Story, but then whenever I'd see the ad where it would open with Kim Kardashian being like, "Are you ready to have a crazy night?" I'm like, "No, I'm not," and I just changed the channel or I changed the the video. <laughs> no, Kim. No, I I people did I did watch I did Kim people are dying. <laughs> I did watch uh, a few clips, and uh, Kim wasn't the worst one uh, as usual. But um, yeah, I mean that's okay. I, you know they cast her in her range. You know, of course, of course, and I doubt that Kim is going to do anything for her brand that is the wrong move. Right, like that. It's a huge risk. So she must have known that she had to have control or, or you know, anyway. Let's Look not what happened when she went to get her Kim DMV, K. when she went to get her driver's license photo done. Look at the production they did there. You know that Ryan was giving her the, you know, the queen's treatment. But anyway, 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 let's talk about Vicky. Oh, my God. Vicky Vivacious. This is I'm getting Alyssa Edwards. I'm getting Yes, Bianca Del Rio. I'm getting Cheryl Hole energy out of drag. Mm, oh well I love anything Cheryl Hall related I you know she described herself as the Cornish Joan Collins I think that Alyssa Edwards has always had this like really campy draggy Joan Collins thing going you know rich yeah. white woman like yeah, she's always rich. been yeah. this this ridiculous version of Joan Collins in Dynasty and so this I I love this I, I love that she describes herself as a sexy drag Vera Lynn I think if we don't make these references, we forget about Vera Lynn. All right. Well, her name is very fun to say, Vicky Vivacious. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another Vivacious in the Drag Race universe. Which yeah, is and another Vicky on this podcast. Vicky, Vicky. Elizabeth Black. Oh, Vicky Elizabeth Black. V- Vicky right. Black. And Vicky I like. Black. 
I like abbreviating. Like that's one of my my favorite abbreviations is Vicky Black. You know. Oh, Vicky Black. Interesting. I mean, mine is of course Shelly Pfeiffer. But well, Shelly's um, great. Any any yeah. Shelly. And we great. love Susie Weaver too. Susie right? Weaver, you Siggy sometimes, but Susie oh, because yeah, that's Siggy. her real name. Yeah. Yeah, it is right, um, Susan. Um, well, listen, Vicky Vivacious uh, has a, a great energy around her. We'll see what we'll see. We'll see where she goes. Um, Alexis St. Pete comes in. She's this Polish export. She's got the breastplate. Um, what are your thoughts on Alexis St. Pete? Well, I felt like her entrance was giving me Violet Chachki's ooh la 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 <laughs> like sure. they, it was they were that sort of ooh, muted la la, la 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 yeah very muted so. I think that Alexis may appear in a VHS with Tamara Thomas loving anal. I feel like at some point, like Alexis St. Pete also loves anal, but mm. so like, it's kind of that, it's like that trashy, like Katya drag that I like, <laughs> but I don't sure. know how much Alex, I don't know how much Alexis is in on it yet. I think she is. She kept, she was referencing the dominatrix stuff. Um, yeah, but that's also like I'm a dominatrix. That's like oh. I'm I'm sexy. Like Katya, there's like a whole the thesis. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is just no. Like, I get it. You're right. You You're know, right. yeah, You're right. yeah. It uh, she does seem a little deer in headlights. A little, um, you know, uh, who's the one opposite Sharon Stone and Diabolique? Oh, the one opposite Sharon Stone. Oh, in that I didn't see that remake. Oh my god! I only saw the original. I know it's supposed to be like Bates is in it. Oh, I heard about that. Um, The one ninety six. Oh, it's with uh, Isabella Adjani. Isabella Adjani. It's the energy of that character. There's this like fragility to Alexis. Like there's this like hot, sexy, really beautiful dancer. Looks great in drag, and yet. Somebody could say, well, I think you're in the bottom. And she crumbles. It, she, I, I think part of the reason she's in the top is because I think there is something intriguing about her. And I, I can't quite put my finger on it, but I'm like part of me, like, you know, not to jump too far ahead. But when when she says that the, her drag alter ego is like an imaginary friend and RuPaul says, so your imaginary friend was like a Polish dominatrix when you were a kid got it like that to me feels like when they laugh at Kimora for the bravery to like Uh go out on stage with their hip pads there are like little things like that where it's like oh I don't know if I don't know if you're fully baked yet I'm interested but I don't know if this needs to kind of go back in for a few minutes and like really souffle you're absolutely right yeah there's a self-awareness that's lacking I and this is just another thing to put a little pin in but Alexis out of drag is she, he I think as he's grown up he doesn't really look like this anymore but when he the the kid who was in the big C uh and I think he's still an actor so he's probably known for other things now but his name is Gabriel Basso I feel like Alexis out of drag reminds I'm pretty sure that's who I'm thinking of reminds me very much of that kid in like the first season of the big C which side note the big C feels like a show that if I watched it again now I would hate I yeah, that's a cancer show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about that show, but I see what you're saying. I'm seeing him as a little ginger, little yeah. sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. Similar eyes, similar mouth. But anyway, um, 
So yes, so those are all of the queens that we are formally introduced to. There Before RuPaul arrives. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Make that crystal clear. Yeah, absolutely. They really, you know, they, they really greased. They really greased. There are stage. 10 other queens in this house, and you're yep. the only one who has to cause nothing. But if you look um, really closely over Kara's shoulder. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. All right, Mary, I don't have much to say about the next segment. Uh, besides talking about who's there because I thought this challenge was really a, a, maybe a hard challenge, maybe too hard of a challenge. It was so nothing. It was walk a runway. Well, and yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, I think the whole, the, the, the conceit of this episode is like three looks. And <laughs> at first I thought, Oh, we're going to have three runway looks. It's like, no, it's actually your entrance look, which I guess Michelle <laughs> and Kristen were like in a, in a, you know, behind a two way mirror watching. And uh-huh. then, and, and what's his name? Alan, obviously. And so that was, I was like, Oh, okay. So one of the looks is already done. The second look was a mini challenge. And, and some of the looks I was like, Oh, is this different from your entrance look? Oh, okay. I didn't realize right. that. And right. I would say the like real highlight of this second is um, the second in you know, this mini challenge is really the it's a mix of when the two groups of queens meet in season six at the very beginning <laughs> sure. of the season yeah. or in season 10 when the queens have to do that walk, have to do the walk the runway in front of all of the other yes. like, drag race right. queens who were like doing intimidation faces into the uh-huh. camera. Oh, yeah. that to me, when I tell you outside of season four and things like Pia's Butterflies, that is the cringiest element of drag race I have ever experienced is that season 10 episode one mini challenge. Yeah. But we got Tempest du jour waving, uh, dusty Ray bottoms. That off. is a grand highlight, but like the music at the beginning that uh-huh. do, 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 music yeah. and like all of the Queens just like doing, doing like kind of what Pangina is doing here. And listen, Pangina can do whatever the fuck she wants. No, but, she does. But it's that, it's that like, being very haughty, as as mm. Tammy Brown would say, and it's just like all these queens at probably seven thirty in the morning in a freezing cold, you know, soundstage doing poses into the camera. Yeah, I I, uh, I think uh, was it Ginger? Ginger said four p.m. in the afternoon, which same thing. Yeah, um, I will say that in season six, we got you know when they were doing that like. Mm, the Jets versus the Sharks uh, energy. Looking at their nails. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, but we did that 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 is when we get Laganja who says, um, come on, Natch. Oh, and I can so see she the rolls, hand. So she rolls. Come on, Natch. I mean, like, and I love, I think there's like Vivacious doing the talking head. The two groups are meeting. They've That's already right. bonded. This and it's like, all right, Vivacious, it's been like a day. It's been <laughs> 14 hours of filming. And of course, Trini Cabone is like the sweetest one. She's like, come on over here. Come on. Come on, oh, hug it out. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's so funny. I, that, that, you know, that would be a thing at some point to just put this out on the podcast for like us to go back and just go revisit iconic scenes. Even if we've talked about them before, I just think like that scene, I think we could do like a deep dive into like what every queen is doing in that scene. Uh huh. Oh my God. Um, well, anyway, we get Pangina, who, yes, is she is delivering. She got the director's note and she said, Don't worry, 
I'm the I'm gonna be the best at this, and she was. She always uh, is. We get, yeah, we get Lady Camden, we get Nikki Doll, uh, Silky, Blue Hydrangea, and Sminty Drop and Jimbo. I will say, pleasantly, pleasantly enjoying Sminty Drop. Well, there you go. Proof that you can go home like third or second. And that's, you know, the reminder with Drag Race UK is like the stakes are ground round, baby. Like they are not high. You you don't you at this point you've already won. Sminty Drop made it, I think, two episodes. Right. And we we were like, oh, they all look like Sminty Drop. Yeah. <laughs> Even this season, I was like, well, that's now a template. You know, when Banksy came in, I was like, oh, it's full of Sminty. And now it's a Sminty yeah. body. Full of Sminty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting to see these seven queens. Um, also, okay, I'm glad they got a paycheck. Did they need to do this, right? Did the producers need to create this? I don't know what we got except some great talking heads from Nikki Doll, uh, Sminty, and Pangina. I'm not sure. One of my big takeaways is that Sminty does this, like, she's got that, like, huge furry hat on. I feel like I <laughs> yeah. don't remember, but I feel like whether it was this episode or other occasions in her life, she she likely wears those big, like, platform sneakers. Mm. And there's something about that kind of, like, just that sort of fashion that, like, really over, like, oversized Clueless. sneakers. Uh-huh. But, like, yeah, and, like, like aggressively baggy Jenkos, Like, draggy, baggy Jenkos that makes oh. me, like, physically uncomfortable. <laughs> In a way that I can't, it's not even, like, I'm judging them or I'm cringing. It's this, like... It's like, ooh, my... It's like I've picked up a rock and there's just, like, roly-polies underneath. Like, it's like, oh, God. It just makes me nauseous. Gross. Well, listen, the only kind of runway walk that I really remember... I mean, obviously, I can talk about a few of them. But the only one that I think is worth noting is that over-the-top moment with Dee Delicious and them cutting to Rue going, just pull it forward. Oh, and then when she decides to rip it off of her head, I love because I got this clip of RuPaul going. Well, okay. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> like RuPaul did a Helen Hunt. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> Fine. Don't fix it. <laughs> oh, well, okay. I guess there's that. I mean, this whole obviously, like this whole Dee Dee's wig thing was like a total red herring the rest of the episode. But uh, I do also want to comment that, like, points to Caramel for saying, Pangina, Pangina, I'll give you something to cry about. I thought that was great. Yeah, um, pull quote. Great pull quote, for yeah. sure. There was also a moment where it, like, it shows, like, the, the guest queens watching somebody, and it, it had the subtitle of Pangina saying, work. And I just love that. I'm just like, Pangina, work. <laughs> like, that's a great screenshot. Pangina, work. Uh well yeah this was you know fine um and and yeah then they're they're rushed back to the workroom where then they have to get into the next looks um I I gonna leave it to you Mary I'm ready to kind of start wrapping this up and talk about the runway but if you have thoughts in the workroom it, I just didn't get much well uh, uh, yes yeah, so I can what I what I got was um. 
extra virgin olive oil is already vying for the time capsule because that's, I guess, what Banksy uses to take off her makeup. And we got a close-up of the bottle. So there's that. And that's pretty much my biggest takeaway. And then it's not till the next day that it's Elimination Day the next day that mm. they're back in the workroom and we're getting big ginger narration vibes and I keep thinking she's going to have a Mimi I'm first moment where it's like, if I have no lip sync, I'm going to lip sync for my motherfucking life. But that doesn't happen. Uh, we get Vicky and Michael again, younger than the two of us talking like they've been doing this since, you know, the, you know, I don't know, the early eighties. Um, and, uh, yeah, some like non-existent drama between Alexis and Dee Dee, but like, Let's you want to go to the runway, baby. Let's lubricate this episode till it's crystal and bring it to the runway. Let's speed it along oh. here. You won't even be able to see it. It's gonna be moving so lightning fast. <laughs> Need a little lubricant. Yeah, um, a little lubricant. Michelle, first of all, Rue's dress is this is stunning. Like loving, mm. loving this dress. Way to go, Zaldi. Yeah. Um, Michelle looks like Magic at Dispel which we've seen in past UK seasons, not with Michelle, but with Ella Vidé. Yeah. Um, I also say Michelle also looks like she got run over by a scooter. <laughs> I love the way that that pattern goes up her dress. It looks like a like one of those line drawers that draws like the white line on the road. It looks like it ran right over her. <laughs> All right, or like Mary. a wheel, a unicycle rolled through some white paint and then just knocked into her. Da, 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 da. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then we have this fabulous guest that I didn't know existed who very much reminds me of Kristen Johnson. Yeah. Uh, I, but uh, something about that name, Kristen. It's Kristen McMinimals. Make McMinimi, yeah. McMinimi. It's Kristen McMinimi. Uh, I, I, I think this is becoming a, um, you know, uh, already another great poll quote of the episode. And my good buddy, supermodel, Kristen McMinimi. Right? Long time buddy, by the way. From the 80s, honey. <laughs> I remember you when you were nothing. You <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous. 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 Cheddar, gorgeous. Yeah, I loved her. I thought she was a hoot. I, I, yeah. um, I actually sent in a letter to Pink News last night just in mm. case, and was like, if no one else is saying it, I started a change.org petition. Oh, that was you. I signed that this morning. I thought it oh, might be too good. late, but we have to all do our part. We do. I really feel like you know you you have a voice. Use it. You know. That's right. It's on my, it, you know, it's my show too. Absolutely. I, you, I don't do drag, but I should, I have opinions on it. You know? I, but I know a lot about drag. I've watched a lot of drag race and Dragula. Yeah. And, and Dragula. Yeah. That's right. Sometimes I watch yeah. YouTube videos. I just feel like, you know, I, I do pay your bills, RuPaul. I support local Queens. I yeah. do too. I, uh, I, yes, I probably do at some point. I probably have. Well, Mary, let's uh, kind of run down these this top ten, if you will. Um, I, I, for me, there's just one standout, and it's caramel. Otherwise, the other ones. First of all, I was just I was happy that it wasn't a 
a challenge of like, where are you from? Show us where you're from. Because I'm I'm just so happy that we don't have to sit through that type of runway again. Uh, not another um, like, I'm from Brighton. Look, it's a carnival. We got it. There's a yeah. beach, you know, seagulls, yeah, poop. Exactly. We know, we know, we yeah. know. We know Brighton is. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I absolutely loved Caramel. I thought she looked so expensive, so good for not a lot. And Kate Butch was on wheels, which yes. also stuck out to me. Kate Butch was not only on wheels, but and I don't know who she's quoting, perhaps Scarlett from last season. A little season. bit goofy. Because it's a little bit goofy. And I don't know if anyone remembers this, but Scarlett, uh, I'm really quite goofy, actually. I'm actually Scarlet really quite goofy. Quite goofy. Uh, you know? So goofy. So goofy. We have not talked about goofy queens. I mean, like, we got Nikki Dahl. She's quite goofy. She can be very goofy. She's goofy. She's, She's goofy. Now that's goofy. <laughs> It's a very goofy episode. You know? Yeah, it's goofy. Well, I love that Kate Butch was asked, what, what do you think Michelle thought? Michelle hates it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, I feel like Kate and Ginger were kind of like the Greek chorus of Alexis and Dee Dee fight, not fighting, whatever, the Alexis and Dee Dee moment in the workroom earlier. And I thought, mm. oh, I love that these two have found each other. I think they both have great, like, complimentary energy it reminds me of irma and vivian from canada's drag race where it's like ah symbiotic yeah. energy so i think kate mm. and ginger are both also great narrator energy or narrator and commentator energy they're having a total scream yeah and i i love it um in terms of uh, the now here th this is a little nuance well two things one there's a new runway song and i'm so glad because every season it was the same fucking runway song on oh. the UK, and I can't remember what it was now because it's gone. It's not uh, out of love. Um, congratulations, maybe? No, that was from Down Under. Anyway, it was the same one every season, and I just couldn't stand it. Uh, but so there's a new Redway song. B, this entire episode, Mary's and Mary, has the runway theme been first impressions or fierce impressions? <laughs> I don't know. It's fierce impressions, but uh, that was the the that was the not the theme of this runway. It was the theme of the ball. I just feel like it was being used interchangeably of like, and we want to see your fierce impressions. So give us your mm. first impressions, queens, but make <laughs> it fierce because it's your first. So. Uh, I would say another thing that I took away was that Dee Dee was wearing, this was very popular during All Stars 5, but was wearing one of those little, oh, those little titty, titty bibs, and it looked like mm. it was choking her out. Um, mm. And that, that was weird. And um, yeah, Kate's on wheels. Oh, and then Tamara had boneless wings. That's what I wrote down. Tamara has boneless <laughs> wings. Spicy. Yeah. Uh, Banksy couldn't walk. No. Remember? Banksy, we're going to be here a while. Yeah, I don't think they they liked that. You know, it wasn't That's, in yeah. a campy way. They were like, no, 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 this is not good. Well, it reminds me of like Pearl's runway on Ambien. It, but, mm. you know, I don't mind a slow runway. Neither do I. Lest Neither we, do I. Lest we forget Chi Chi Devane walking puddles. I'm walking around puddles on that runway. 
You got to be yeah, walking around puddles. But there was there. I I guess the way that they edited it made it it made it seem like it was a total mistake. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, I guess they were laughing. But yeah, it took a while. Uh, I could tell it took a while. Yeah. Yikes. Um. Well, uh, and though, yeah, those are my those are my notes. Uh, but indeed, the uh, the five queens remaining on stage end up being the top five queens because mm. this was just an extended Meet the Queens episode. Like, well, you know, Meet the Queens and Spot the Queen. Uh, and so we had no bottom twos. And I kind of thought, I mean, if this was a traditional episode, I thought, oh, it's going to be Ginger versus Alexis, and Alexis is going to send Ginger home, and it's going to be my typical disappointment at the beginning of a season of Drag Race. Mm. That's what I thought was coming, and it didn't happen. No, instead you got this this weird 11th queen in the back. I I think it was a producer wearing a wig or a lady bunny. Yeah, I don't know what was going on back there. It seemed like... Something maybe there was someone's shoulder pad was coming loose because it was hair. I don't know what I was looking at. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, I couldn't even take any notes because I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so let's I don't know. Another uh, moment. <laughs> another moment. This is Kristen. Here's Kristen. Well, I'm glad you're from Poland because that might be inappropriate. What is it called? Right, exact cultural appropriation. Yeah, oh. cultural appropriation. Yeah. Right, you better be English. <laughs> She's pointing to uh, Vicky, Vicky Vivacious yeah. at that point, which she is has, so good. She has kind of a Janice Dickinson energy as well, like but like less... Mm caustic it's just more like i on this clip it hurts like, if mine hurts yeah. yours must really oh, hurt really Yours must yeah. really yeah. hurt yeah yeah there's um. that that, that reads so Kristen johnston i mean there's this johnson. one for some reason that butt makes me crazy <laughs> yeah i took all those just in case i thought you would never know if we're gonna need any of these quotes you uh, know she had butt yeah, no, she she had all of the quips. I was very impressed. I also loved that she was having a good time laughing at the other judges' puns. Yeah, she was, I mean, she was great. She's, I, I think it is, it is no surprise that Kristen McMinnemans is my BSA of the week. I mean, mm, truly. I love that. And Because I'll have a chance to give any of these other queens, almost any of these other queens, a chance to be BSA of the week the rest of the season. I might not have another chance to have Kristen. Yeah, uh, you probably won't. Probably won't. And, you know, I, my, my thoughts on Vicky Vivacious, I wouldn't have put her in the top or in, you know, obviously the top two. When she came out in the Royal Guard look, I thought it was great. I thought it was camp. I thought it was, you know, really polished. But I was also like, this is just so obvious. Mm. I, 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 it didn't, it Oh-hum. wasn't, it wasn't you know? the most exciting look to me. I... I will I will say I there was a part of me that was like a little surprised of like I understood why they loved Caramel. I thought she looked great. I thought she like I thought on the runway she looked it was a huge improvement from the entrance. It felt like some of the elements of the entrance look like wig line, things like that, where it was like, Oh, look mm. how look how much you polished up from that. So I was like, Yeah, Caramel made sense as a top two queen. But I yeah, I I love that they love Vicky because I love that kind of queen, but there I was very surprised to see how much love they had for both her and Ginger. It almost felt like, hmm, if I didn't like those two yeah. queens, I wouldn't like this favoritism, you know? 
Right. I'd be like, oh, it's rigged. Oh, they're rigging it for Ginger and Vicky because blank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, but I yeah. really like these two kinds of queens. So, of, of course, rig it. Yeah. Um, rig. Anyway. Uh, well, ooh, uh, just a little bit. Um, I feel like this uh, Vicky brought the comedy and man on a high energy lip sync when you can't move caramel uh, they're going to pick the comedy. Well, you know, I Gina G and I go way back. I definitely had this song on single. I had the entire album on cassette. Sure. It's the purple background with Gina G color, covered in chocolate frosting, holding a microphone. Like Gina G is part of the reason I'm gay. Like Gina G, uh, Jesus Gina. I think that Gina deserved better. This is the wet part of the sandwich. Was I thought the lip sync was pretty lacking on both parts. I understood why Kara's was, you know, more male than Kara. But uh, I thought, yeah, yeah, I I, I guess I wanted for this kind of song, you want a queen who's just going to, like, take off. It's Gina G, for God's sake. Don't give me just a little bit, you know? And then here's the devil's advocate, right? Maybe Vicky did give a lot of comedy, but Crystal Lubricant was in the back. Oh, that's probably what it was, is they kept trying to show, like, those funny faces that Vicky was making, but, like, there's Crystal lip-syncing along, you know? Um, right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because that, boy, did they have to do some some trimmings Jesus. at that point. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah. either way, Vicky won. So Vicky got her first Rue Peter badge, and uh, I do want to mention, this is a micro moment, but... It's always good to point out fingers of drag race, but when RuPaul says, "Well, next week the eliminations will begin," it cuts to Aunt Mike in the in the safe zone doing these like witch fingers, like, Ooh. Right. La, 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 la. and I thought that's Evil. that's what I want to see. That kind of Chad Michaels, like, yes, ma'am, that kind of cringiness, you know. Mm. <laughs> Got it. Well, love it. Uh, so your your BSA is. Tamara Thomas. No, it's no, Kristen McMinnamy. Kristen McMinnamy. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Great. Who's your BSA? I love it. Uh, I'm going to say the same one. Her impact was, God, it overshadowed the editors who would be the other BSA. I, I see the thing is like, I, yes, I am so impressed with if the intention was to cut out one of the contestants. I'm so impressed because you really, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. But I go back to my original point is I also, I enjoy the Sherry Pie edit because I love the idea of like somebody just getting a Purple Kelly edit. I just think that's mm. fascinating. So, right. Um, right. So I'm conflicted, but not for the reason. Just it's just for my own subjective reasoning. So yeah, um, you're kind of uh, uh, Jane Goodall type of yeah. Reasons. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my my extra sexual reasonings. You know, I want to see, I want you know, it's like in my cousin Vinny. I want to see them cut to the juror nodding mm. about grits. If I don't mm-hmm. see that, then it didn't happen. That's right. Well, Marys, if you have any thoughts on the premiere episode of Drag Race UK Season 5, Tickety Boo, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. You can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com, where you can reach out to us, you can find our merch, you can, you know, uh, look in some outdated stuff on there, and it's all great. Uh, and if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also outdated um 
So you can also find me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, where each week we clean out on best supporting actresses like Chrisman McMinimins. And you can find me on Instagram at CollinDrucker underscore. And of course, you can get more of both of us, including our entire season five coverage of Drag Race UK and our Only Marys episodes at the Only Marys level where we go even deeper and you get the real you get the real poop. And that's just for a few bucks more a month. And that's at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. Why, hello, Jill. (laughs) Why, hello. And actually, uh, our last Only Mary's episode, you would literally get the the real poop. Talk about a selling point. Oh, yes. Okay, there you go. Well, (laughs) you've succeeded. Yeah, Um, got to get that brown dollar, you know? (laughs) What is our last chance lip sync? Well, let me tell you something. I... uh, hearing Gina G again I was like oh Gina G that takes me back and you know when I was a kid I would buy those I would buy those albums that you know nobody beats the Wiz or Sam Goody when like the single would happen oh, you know thing. Amber this is your night Gina G ooh ah just a little bit hey, Ambular yeah hey, mm-hmm. Ambular uh you know LaBouche be my lover like the hits would come out and then I would buy the entire album on cassette and more often than not the hit was the hit. Like, no right. offense, That's Amber, right. but that album, This Is Your Night, and maybe like one other song. Oh, there's, there's uh, Lee Daddy. Yeah, Lee Daddy, absolutely. But there's some duds. And um, there's, you know, you can't all be Ace of Base, the sign and the bridge. Uh, but I always thought that Gina G was a similar situation. And then I started listening this morning. I was like, let me just let Gina G play out. And let me tell you, hit after hit, after hit bops and jams and hits all over the place um so i decided to choose because a little bit just a little bit i think is the first song on the album so anyway this is another gina g song called tiamo and it sounds very ace of bass um i don't know if she's spanish so this might be cultural appropriation but it was 1997 who cares you know uh get into it it's gina g it's gina g yeah well, yeah, Mary's, uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week for episode two. Talk to you soon. This might be cultural appropriation, but tot scenes. Why, goodbye, Jill. Right, Jill. I want to be where the sun is.